Welcome to the SNA Live podcast, hosted by Three the Hard Way. This is for the culture. Black and Latinx, where you at? What's good, cigar fam? It's your boy Seaway, and welcome to SNA Live, the show not just about cigars and cigar lounges, but life in general. Because if you're in a nice ass cigar lounge with your peoples and only talking about cigars, then you miss the whole motherfucking point. We're recording live as always from Smoking Ashes Cigars and Haberdashery, the hottest cigar lounge in these United States. With me as always are my partners in crime, the GM and Leek. Say what's up to the people. Yo, yo, what's good? What's going on, fam? Blessed to be here. Blessed to be here. Today's episode, episode number 21, we're calling it His Story. Jesus, 21. Because as we're recording this, it is Columbus Day. Yeah. Still to this day in 2021, Still consider it a, a federal national holiday. holiday. Yeah. Some schools and places have like the option though now. Yeah. Yeah. So I guess that's progress. It is. It's a, a step. A it's, it's a step. It's a step. So today's topics, we're talking about the real story of Christopher Columbus. We're talking about other myths that the U.S. educational system still uh, perpetuates to this day. We have our segments, Notable Mention, where we're going to shout out some instrumental groups that taught the real back in the day. For real, for real. And we bringing back what you rocking with. And with that being said, as usual, cut your stick, light them up, and let's get it popping. Welcome to SNLA Live, a podcast like no other. Featuring three the hard way. You, you want it? You got it. Yes. Yes. Episode 21. But it's not our story, but it's his story. So take this journey with us as we break it all down. Got some facts, got some stories, got some tales. But now it's about the real. So it's a perfect time to get your drink, get your seat, get your stick. And let's rock. A little bit smoother intro. I had a rough one last time. I had to make up for that one. <laughs> no, you was on point. I mean, the, the the rough intro last time, I mean, that's the anomaly. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, it's yeah, it's yeah. usually usually smooth as, uh, you know, silk on Barry White's voice. Hey, that's a good one. I don't think I've ever heard that one. That's because I just made the shit up. Silk on Barry White's voice. <laughs> I don't think I've ever heard that one. Okay. So, yeah, man. So, episode 21, man. His story, as in history. Get it? Yeah. Didn't, um... Mike have like an album like that too. It was called History, but I don't know yeah. if he did it like his, his and story. smaller. No, yeah, no. like I don't, yeah, I don't think he did it that way. That's true. The first time I, I heard that term, actually, I think it was, um, yeah, it was one of the people we're giving a notable mention to mm. later on. It was a Public Enemy album. Oh, nice. Okay. Yeah, yeah. It was the first time. Like, I was like. 12, 13 years old. You know what's crazy that? about that? What's up? When I was in the public enemy growing up too, and I know we'll talk about them later. Yeah. But man, only a certain number of kids in the hood listen to them. Yeah. Seriously. I know. You know what I mean? Yeah, it wasn't, like, yeah, it wasn't, it wasn't everybody. A, wasn't it wasn't a, a cool thing. Nah. You nah, know, for it the wasn't. kids at yeah, least. Yeah. For some of us it was. I love PE. I, I shit. I, I was always about the fight. I, <laughs> I'm dead I ass, remember yo. I wanted a jacket. They had to Yeah, I remember like, the merch. In the in the fucking tapes in the wait, back in the day. Cassette tapes, don't see tapes. With the inlet, with the uh, little folding mm-hmm. thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So they had uh, like a merch like section. Section, yeah. So they had the PE jacket yep. with, with the um. Think the, about that. We target, that. target in the there, yeah. 
Yeah, they were selling their merch in the eighties, late eighties. See, fight the power, nineteen eighty, yeah, eighty nine, yeah, late eighties, bro, selling merch. Yeah, I remember that too because I had the same slip just in the vinyl. Okay, so I remember those those things. It was crazy, and that was a big thing finding that stuff, man. Yeah, merch to buy merch, don't shit. You didn't see that shit. It wasn't normal, man. But but there's a good point though. They were enterprising before. That's what I. That's why I mentioned. Yeah, Yeah. it was a thing. That's a very good. You think about that, right? Like, wait, they were actually really doing it. I really wonder what they did with that back in the day. Hopefully, they they kicked off. I mean, even if you sold five to ten thousand units back then, that's a lot. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Monetary value too. Definitely. So before we get into uh, today's topics, we got to talk about how we usually, you know, intro the show, which is what we're drinking and, and what we're smoking. So. Ryan, I'm going to let you start it off today, brother. What do you got? Listen, this one here, I haven't smoked this in a while. But based off of the spirit, all the drink selection of choice, it just made sense with this. I had to write down all the information for this one because this has such a story to it. Mm. Very complex. So, you know, uh, this I'm smoking the Alma de Fuego from Placencia. Okay. This one is my favorite one from their line. It yeah. definitely I was is. just having this conversation okay. the other day, mine too. Right? Some this, people like the Del Fuerte, but like I'm. Yeah, yeah, I yeah. like the Fuego. Okay. I, I mean, I, it's always been a favorite, and I usually leave them alone here because I, I like. Too. I like for the, um, you know, the, 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 the guests to yeah, be able to, yeah, yeah, to enjoy. Yeah, you know what I mean? Yep. But for this one, like I said, it was it was it was fitting. Okay. So, off of the waters of Lake Nicaragua, there's these two mountains that are one is a dormant volcano and one is an active one okay and the name of the island over the coast or the, i guess you could say that off the waters of lake nicaragua it's called ometepe and this is the island where they grow the tobacco use for half of the cigar you gotta understand it's an active volcano and a dormant one so the soils over there are black and rich in nutrients yeah yeah it gives it a complexity and it tastes like no other place in the world and mm. it's like one of the top most top rated destinations to grow mm. tobacco in the world okay they use straight long fillers in this particular cigar mm. and half of the filler along with the long fillers are grown specifically on that island and the other half of the cigar is put together with components from jalapa interesting so um you have such a smooth, nuanced flavor here. I mean, if you are into voc- volcanic ash tobaccos, for me, hands down, one of the best things ever created in this yeah, world. Yeah. Um, you know, if you're big into... Whoever like, was the first to like, invent that or, or do that, thank you. To think you. about it, yeah, yeah. Thank you. For real. I yeah. mean, this goes into the same categories as um, like Opus Exits. They're also mm. grown also in volcanic yeah, exactly. you know, uh, soils. Yep, so yep. the experience of the cigar is second to none. Uh, Perfect size, especially the Toro, box press. Okay. I mean, it just checks all the boxes <laughs> for a great cigar experience. Yeah, people love that. So, again, if you haven't had this one, uh, oh, and also half of the, the filler and the long fill itself, you know, they're aged seven years as well. Yeah, yeah. So there's, like like I said, this this thing is well put a lot, together. A lot of character okay. with that There's stick. so much body and character to this thing. Yeah. So if you never had this one, please uh, you can stop by here. Smoking Ashes, 200 Wall Raven Drive. Teaneck, New Jersey. 07666. And we will definitely have the Placentias on stock here. But again, one of the favorites, I noticed, of uh, most definitely. of our customers. Yeah, I love those. And definitely a favorite of mine. So definitely one of my top five. Okay. Okay. So Malik, what are you smoking? So I went back to an oldie but goodie. So I don't think I've had this since maybe the first couple of months when we opened it. I know I definitely had a few of these. But I'm smoking the AJ Fernandez San Latano. Wow. This is the Dominicano. Throwback. This is the Dominicano version of it. So a little story on this. So 
AJ Fernandez and if you're familiar with uh, Jokey Blanco, mm-hmm. they came together to blend the cigar. So they say the San Latino, from the whole San Latino line, obviously, you know, they have different ones, the Maduro's, yeah. the Oval. Yeah. This was the only one that was made in the Dominican Republic. Okay. Um, you know, AJ Fernandez has a huge property, huge farms in Nicaragua. He usually yeah. stays there, but for this one, he actually let it. He let it. He actually let them roll it and um, manufacture it in DR. Okay. With so, Jokey. Okay. So as far as the breakdown, this is the wrapper is a Cuban C Brazilian. The binder, which is interesting though, is the binder leaves came from Jokey's farm, but the fillers came from AJ's farm. Wow. So they kind of combined them together. Okay. Which yeah. is pretty cool. So. Again, this is a really good one as far as I, I can remember the notes. I didn't even have to look this up. This is very earthy. Speaking of earthy, again, I knew we, we were having this. Very earthy. We're getting better at this thing. Yeah, we're yeah, getting exactly, better. We're getting better. Exactly. A <laughs> uh, little white pepper. On, in, the, in, on, the fin- on the finish? On the finish. Okay. And retrohale definitely is a sweetness, which is rare. Really? Yes. When you retrohale this, you, feel, you can taste like the sweetness in it. Okay. Definitely. So, uh, again, oldie but goodie. I'm about to enjoy this. I'm gonna take this nice and slow. Yeah, same thing here, yeah, man. Yeah. If you guys don't remember what the retro hill is, and then we explain yeah, before. before. Yeah. Again, it's uh, don't do it consistently. It's 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 a little trick that you can use just to uh, draw in the smoke and blow it out through your nose yeah. without inhaling. And again, you get to taste all the components to the cigar. Another thing, I love nose. this band. The band is beautiful. Band is yeah, it's yeah, beautiful. a beautiful band. Yeah, with the blue and the gold. Very beautiful. Band. I remember a friend of ours over here was hooked on those for a little while. Yeah, oh yeah, yeah. This guy right here. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, yo, this shit is crazy. Yeah. No, I the love cra- the regular San Latino, but this is crazy. But if you remember, I remember you got tight one day when we were empty. The yeah. San Latino was my. That's my, what I said. You used to love that. So it was the um, the box press joint mm-hmm. when mm-hmm. we used to go to Cigar Inn. Yep, yep. Because like my like I said, my office like, like I said this before in previous episodes, my office was only about a ten minute walk away. So, Cigar Inn was like my spot for like a little while. Obviously, way before we opened this spot up, mm-hmm. um, and that was my go-to. Like I was, I was still nervous to like venture out of my comfort zones. Yeah, yeah, you know what I'm saying? So like when I found something I liked, yeah, I was you on. St- it. You stayed with it. Yeah. And then you went with the green one, right? What was the other one? The, the oval. The oval, right? Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Exactly. So speaking of your cigar experiences, Conway, what are you smoking today? So today, and I didn't mention this before we got on the air. I wanted it to just be genuine, like response or whatever. So I'm doing. I'm smoking the Blind Man's Bluff by Caldwell. Okay. This is my first time ever smoking this. Really? Really? Okay. I was gonna say oldie but goodie. So the reason why is because when Caldwell first came out, or actually, I shouldn't say when they first came out, but when I first started um, noticing their line in different shops, I sometimes get turned off when the art on the cigar when they kind of go too hard because then to me it says maybe you put more energy into you're overcompensating yeah, yeah exactly like the superfly by oscar right when we our first reaction first time, yeah. like what the hell is this? yeah exactly another gimmick yeah, yeah a little so gimmick. so coldwell for those that don't know they have the blind man's but bluff. it wasn't just want to clarify have, yeah they, they don't, definitely not mm-hmm. they have the long live the king they have the dead mo mm-hmm. oh, that's right the, the bad, bad mofo, mofo yep yeah, exactly mm-hmm. um was another one uh, something about the king it was the only the king and there was another king is king dead. is king dead. is dead exactly and then they also do a blend with um booth and um yes aj that you yeah. like the tea yeah oh, tea. one of my favorites so long live the king is one of my favorite smokes up until i smoked the bad mofo which was i loved even more so this is my first time doing so i'm gonna give you the breakdown before i like talk about like how how i like it or whatever so second favorite rapper 
My first is the Mexican San Andreas. This oh. has the Ecuadorian. Mine was Rakim. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> sorry. Nice. It was just there. Uh, the yeah. dad jokes are flowing there. So. <laughs> <laughs> no, but you were saying the se- your so, second favorite rapper. Yeah. So the uh, Ecuadorian Habano rapper. My, okay. first, my first is the Mexican San Andreas, like hands down. Got so it. Second is the, is the Habano. Got it. Then it has a Honduran Criollo binder. And so that's then, a very smooth smoke. Yeah. And then it has a DR, or Dominican, I should say, and Honduran long fillers as far as the... Oh, it's definitely the, not, a yeah. nice, nice smoke. Nice yeah, so smoke. It, okay. it's not harsh. It's not overbearing. If you're just kind of getting into cigars, not like beginner, but like ready to step up from beginner, beautiful smoke. Good to know. Beautiful smoke, I think yeah. I've only had that once, too, so I didn't, I didn't know too much about it. Yeah, it's good to yeah know. I think yeah. I only had it once, too. Yeah, yeah. Like, like I said, my first time as I was... When I picked it out, I'm like, all right, I've not smoked this yet. Let me pick it out. Caldwell's never done me wrong. Then I started reading the description of what's in this. I was like, oh, shit. There's no way this is not going to be an amazing cigar. Yeah. You know, real smooth, real smooth. So you had talked about, Rye, you had talked about earlier about what we're pairing this with. So for those that don't know, our member here at Smoking Ashes, Moxie, the famous cigar industry like in, in, in the tri-state area at least she's definitely boxing. one of the bigger influences yeah, definitely, yeah. she definitely. doesn't know it and she doesn't like she doesn't yeah, like which is why I don't say it like in front of her but you know you gotta give credit where credit is due yeah. Moxie's a, 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 a celeb definitely in the, in the tri-state cigar world so she's her birthday she's a smoker for real oh, no. what did what, what cigar chase say she you know so yeah, all the real. other ones yeah, the yeah. other girls they're, they're puffers and Puffers, Puffers, not smokers. Moxie's a smoker. That goes, that's unisex, by the way. Yeah. Puffer, not smoker. Yeah. Moxie is the Moxie, opposite. Moxie is she is a smoker for real. She will smoke and drink, I would say, like probably 75% of dudes that walk into this, mm-hmm. this building under the table. I'll up that. For sure. I'll up that number. Yeah. more? I'll, yeah. Bro. Yeah. yeah. She yeah. goes hard. Bro. She goes hard. Yeah. Bro, Moxie, I, I'm up more like 85, 90. Yeah. It's a special company to be able to party with her all night. Yeah. She's, yeah. A, she's for real. I think she's told me she spends a couple hundred dollars on cigars every month. Like, no, it's, like it's up there. She likes it, but I'm just talking about even just no, being but like, like she, part she of the party. Them. Yeah, like she'll smoke yeah. three, four sticks and polish off whatever a whole, a whole, bottle. A whole bottle of whiskey. Yeah, not some just regular shit. No, no. It'll be Glenn, it'll be Glenn living. That's <laughs> and just, she ain't smoking regular cigars yeah. neither. No, not at all. Again, like you said, just giving flowers where they you know, exactly, need to be given exactly. out. So, um, so I was saying that her birthday celebration was this past weekend, and we had to fight. Yeah. So... You're good. No, you're good. So we had that going on. We was this is kind for of, entertainment purposes. Yeah, we, we, we were going hard. You know, this this particular <laughs> this particular weekend, and I figured, you know what? We're big on our whiskeys, our bourbons, our scotch. Let's mellow it out a little something, but still keep the bourbon angle. Mm-hmm. So I got the Robert Mondavi Private Selection Bourbon Age Barrel Cabernet. We had first had this Great. for Bleak's 40th, yeah. 40th birthday. 40th, yeah. Right, yeah, we had gone out to a spot in PA, um, Leaf. Right? Yes, the Leaf. And after we like, shot guns, yeah, shot for guns. a very long time, <laughs> <laughs> we shot a shit ton of guns. Yes, we did. All types of guns. Yes. <laughs> there was a lot of ammunition yeah, that day. Yeah. That was a, that was a really cool day. Yeah, it was. Definitely. It was. So we shot a bunch of shit, shit ton fucking guns. Yeah, we went, just to be clear. And I had to say all those words because I'm serious. We were at a gun range. Yeah, yeah, we, we were in just PA. Like, yeah. yeah, we weren't just bucking shots off the roof. <laughs> but I, I mean, we, we had, yo, that was a lot of guns. 
that we from the Bronx. We had to clarify just so people yeah, wasn't. Yeah, it's true. <laughs> yeah, these motherfuckers is wild. We just went to the park and started shooting. Yeah, no, 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 no. We was at the gun range. But after we went to the range, getting our John Wick on. Basically, like for real, for real. Dracos, AKs, you name it. But after we went to the range, we had uh, gone to an establishment out in PA. It was, it was called Leaf, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. And they have like a, a restaurant combination with uh, uh, with, with cigars. cigars. Yeah. Like, you know, it's a really, it's a really nice place. Yeah. Can't lie, at all real nice layout. Outside the whole concept seating, of it was outside, real dope. Yeah, real dope, real dope. And so we had we had uh, seen this particular. So we didn't want to go ham with the bourbon and the whiskey and everything while we were eating. So we wanted to get some nice wines. So we saw this at the bar. The Robert Mondavi mm-hmm. Bourbon Age Barrel Cabernet. So we were like, oh, and we had cigars while we were eating. Mm-hmm. That, that place was so Yo, cool. That's like that's like heaven. Yeah, <laughs> hell yeah. Yeah, because you could pace yourself with you your meals yourself, well too. Exactly. Like you know, literally, the only thing missing was like a stripper pole. Oh my lord! That was a good time, man. That was a good. Like time. That, that's that the only like way it could have gotten better. You remember that place in Fort Lauderdale? Which one? The Lions Den. Oh yeah, yeah. That's a, yeah. We gotta save that for episode. Yo, Conway, that that literally had everything that you mentioned. It was a top-notch steakhouse. Yeah. Wine bar. Yeah. Cigars, mm-hmm. and they have everything though. Scotches and everything. And mm-hmm. their layout there was, they have the stripper tables. They literally go around all the dinner tables. Yeah. So live, I never heard about this. <laughs> Yo, <laughs> it's pretty intense. Like I said, yeah. when you walk in there. Okay. Time, what what city is this? This was in Fort Lauderdale. Fort Lauderdale. Yeah. Okay. All right. Fucking list. Anyway. <laughs> Let's get Moving into on. That down. <laughs> Let's get into our first topic of the day. We're talking about the real story of Christopher Columbus. So, obviously, it's like I said before, it's Columbus Day, so we're we're supposed to be quote unquote celebrating the person who discovered America. And we wanted to do this episode because we just as forty something year old Americans cannot understand how we still, how it's still, I, I think, like, and, and, and Ryu you had mentioned this earlier, about it's selective, but it's still being taught in schools yeah. throughout America. The same thing with like, celebrating it. Like, some schools could take off, and some schools could choose not to. So like you said, it was, it's a start, I guess, you know what I mean, so to say, but, I mean, I don't know, you know. When it comes to this topic, for me, I just get extremely upset, mm-hmm. you know. It's annoying. Um, now, it is because, you know, like, you know me, again, if, if everyone knows, I'm, I'm the conspiracy theorist of the group. Yeah. So, you know, but this goes into, like, how I felt about the moon, you know, landing and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. Then they started changing shit on you in, in the textbooks nowadays. Yeah. yeah. Now, you know what I mean? They're starting to do the same when it comes to, you know, guys like this, that the truth of what he really did mm-hmm. is coming to light. Like, they made it sound like it was this fucking delightful experience, and it was anything but that. And keeping it on cigars real quick, when I was studying to get the tobacconist license... Mm-hmm. They give you a breakdown, actual an actual story of Columbus's ships before they ever set like foot on to the soil. Mm-hmm. There used to be an Indian that would stand off the cliff, off the waters when they would ride by in their like their first early stages when they first got to the Americas. Yeah, and they were obviously scared of the land, not knowing who's there. There was an actual Indian chief that would stand on the fucking cliff overlooking the ships and what scared the fuck out of them is that the chief would have two tobacco leaves rolled up into their nostrils lit up and were smoking and blowing they were inhaling the smoke through this fire 
you out know, the mouth. Out the mouth and yeah, yeah. scaring the fuck out of them from yeah, a distance. I, I what, fuck is that? Yeah. what in yeah, what 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 in tarnation? What the fuck is that? <laughs> you know, really fucked them up and you know, uh just shows you a little bit of the history of how far back tobacco goes to this country as well. So too. wait, and, and just to be clear, when we say land, and, and this is the craziest part of the whole situation, he didn't even set foot on North America's soil. He landed in the Caribbean yep. in what was called, I can't remember what he called it back in the day, but it's now the Bahamas. Well, Hispaniola? That was the second that was, spot. That was the second, second one. Spot. Yeah. yeah, that was the second spot. So the Hispaniola is what we now call DR yeah. in, mm-hmm. in, in Haiti. Um, but yeah, he landed in the Bahamas. So it's kind of like, I don't know about you, but as far as any geography, uh, geography, class that I've ever taken, uh, Bahamas is not a part of the United States. No, it's not. Mm-hmm. It's about 95 or, it's miles close, off. but it's not a part well, of it. It's yeah. about 95 it's, it's miles. close, but it's like saying like Cuba is yeah, part yeah. of the United States. Yeah. Cuba's like saying, closer. Yeah, yeah, Cuba is close. Yeah. Yeah, but yeah, it is. Yeah, Cuba's the closest yeah. um, non-country that's actually not, t- like Mexico obviously is touching America, yeah, Canada is touching, but... But as far as something that doesn't touch, touch America, it's the closest. Yeah, it's the closest, yeah, closest, yeah. Yeah. It's closest foreign country. I mean, listen, there's people who swam here from there, so, you know, it's far enough, but close enough. But it's funny, like you said, like when you, I just remember as a kid, when they teach you this, it was always this happy story. It was That's just what like, I mean. Oh, he came like here. Thanksgiving. And the, the Indians yeah. saw him and started running to him like your yeah. savior. You know what I mean? Like they made it seem so happy. And then you hit a real story. Again, it just gets frustrating. Get now, granted, I get it because it's like, all right, if you're talking to kids, you don't want to talk about the atrocities of, of what was going on. It just should have never been. But it doesn't mean you have to like completely change the story yeah. and do a complete 180 with it and just be like, oh, everything was all cool. But as a people, they thrived on making little kid stories throughout the decades of mm-hmm. atrocities. Yeah. And they made them into like nursery rhymes and shit, bro. Like yeah. London Bridge is falling down is legit. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Okay, so like, you know, I mean. That's a good point. It's almost like, you know, to, if it was for that reason that you said, I get it, but it wasn't, man. They just really wanted to tone down the story of the truth. Yeah. You know what I mean? That's really what it was. They can't have us sitting next to them as we're. Uh, Evolving as a country, yeah, and, yeah, you know, yeah. hating and resenting people right from the jump, even though they've done a very good job of doing that themselves. I mean, they have, but, but, but the crazy part is, is that, and, and, I, and, I, and, I, and I, I honestly need to read more into this in terms of when that turn happened. I think they want. I think they said it was Washington Irving, the, the, the person, the author of um, Sleepy Legend of Sleepy Hollow. I think it was him that started the the myth of. Well, yeah, the myth of Columbus as we know him today. Because, like, leave it to authors who write fiction. Um, oh, sorry, that uh, retro hill got me, that last yeah, one. Sorry, Woo! I hate when it happens. Um, they sensationalized yeah, it, exactly. you know what I'm saying, to make yeah. it, like, more fanciful and, and more, like, extravagant than what it really was. Mm-hmm. It's just weird that they just completely... It's, like, it's one thing that they said, all right, he landed in the Bahamas, and it was all good, and, and, and like... It got along with the the natives that was there, or the indigenous people that were there. But he didn't even land in America, so I was like, right. why even make that story up? To like, I don't understand it. You know what I'm saying? Like, it just again, it was just to. On this white, it's right. In a sense, man, because it, you, it made the story look better. It, it did because the truth of it is that they moved to, they found these. Um, uh, I can't even say founded. They stumbled upon civilizations that existed already. Yes. Decided to reclaim it and say we found it. Yeah. yeah. And then they raped and pillaged their way through, uh, you know, establishing themselves yeah. on each and one of these islands. Speaking about raping and pillaging, 
I have a little stat that I saw that I was like, I got to write this shit down. Because I know, like, all right, for anybody, don't take our word for it. Literally Google the phrase atrocities by Christopher Columbus. There's a couple of articles that's out there that you'll just read a whole list of the shit that he was doing. Yeah, like granted, oh, I, got it was, some, I got some too, but I, I want to hear. Granted, you. it was the late 1400s, you know, so like late 15th century, so it was a wild time in general. Yeah, it was. But holy shit! So remember, he landed in the Bahamas, right? Mm-hmm. They estimated when when he arrived, there was roughly 300,000 indigenous people on the island of the, Bahamas, on the island he landed on, right? Keep in mind, the Bahamas are a group of islands. The Bahamas is not just one island. No, yeah. There's a group of islands. So the one island he landed on was about 300,000 indigenous people. 50 years removed from the first time he set down or touched down on the soil of that island. How did that decrease? They said there were 500 indigenous people left. So you're telling me that 295,000 indigenous people that were residing on that island just up and vanished and did the Thanos snap. Yeah, yeah. gone, done. Okay. Yeah. Party done. Now I wonder how that happened. Through raping, yeah. pillaging, pillaging, and plundering. Yeah. yeah. I mean, wow. you think about it like that. Oh, and don't forget the little icing on the cake, disease. Yeah. Oh, well, they, they obviously they grabbed, yeah, the, the diseases that they brought over themselves, just. Uh, A lot of them, the ones, the slaves that they sent back to Spain, most of them died on the freaking On the boat, way back. On the way over there. Yeah. On the way over there. They didn't even yeah. make it over there. Yeah. They freaking died from all that shit. Now, it's just something to, to, this story touches me a little bit because like, for instance, like my name, my last name, I basically bear the name of Mayan captor because traditionally where I'm from. We all do. Well, yeah, not, I mean, not all of us, but yeah, not all of us. People who are descendants you know, of slaves, yeah. yeah. So like, my, which us three are. Yeah. Yeah. And my, 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 not my last name's directly tied to the Spanish and English kings. I mean, I'm sorry, the Spanish and Italian kings. The same type of ships that were taking over the islands. You know what I mean? They were coming over, stealing the women, and building their own legacies. And yeah. That's how, like, I walk around with the name. I, I walk around with the name who, of a man who basically raped one of my great, 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 great grand descendants. Yeah. And that's how this whole shit started. Yeah. And it's tough because yeah. you walk around with this name throughout decades you know what i mean and your family members have and the truth to how you even got that name yeah you know what i mean and for those that don't know this is why the man who was born malcolm little changed his name to malcolm x yeah. Yeah. that's the exact exact reason what, what, what ryan just laid out right yeah. there is the exact reason malcolm changed his name mm-hmm. and it, it's it's hard you know what i mean because when you really think about what they did bro it's just truth be told you know what i mean they literally just showed up raped what they wanted took what they wanted claimed it to be theirs and then Throughout the years, remember, the victor always wins in the history books. You never oh, find yeah. out the story of the loser. Yeah. So that's why, like you mentioned, it gets sensationalized. Especially considering the loser wasn't even alive to even give another correct narration of what happened. Yeah. yeah. So again, you know, and that was their narrative, and they, they, this is what has grown into a part of the American culture, which is why I still, again, it, to me, it's just funny how it's even a holiday at all truth be told i mean you said that but he actually he wrote a lot of uh letters to people and that's where they started finding out a lot of other things that were going on also so, yeah what's some of the stats th- you had yeah there was a friend of his that um oh yeah yeah, yeah. okay yeah, so it. yeah he basically he had wrote a letter to him and he basically explained how not he didn't say him he said his people were enslaving nine and ten year old girls and putting them into sex sex slavery 
and it, and basically, yeah, that's he tried to make it seem as if it, if, it, if it wasn't himself, it was actually more of his people. But again, they were following your lead, so that's like that's said, on you. It's all accountability. That's, that's when you're you. the head guy in charge, everything is flowing through your. That's you're you. giving acknowledgement to this, like you're exactly. saying yes. You're giving thumbs up. Your this is your agenda. Exactly. So yeah, you trying to push it off a story to somebody else, but it's you all day. First, first of all, he's the one that raised the money to get the ships. Mm -hmm. So he was in charge. Yep. Remember what they and said he made about himself him. the governor. It wasn't. It wasn't <laughs> shit going down. But on remember, those what, he was crazy though. The stories of him, bro, he was batshit crazy. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah he got they Spain. They wound him arresting him later on because he was fucking. He bat shit crazy. So he wasn't this like great person. He really was a fucking. And he was. He was a lunatic. Yeah, he was. So, in, t in talking uh, about this particular topic, and I've said this before in previous episodes, <clears throat> I'm a huge Sopranos fan. So it just uh, I'm, it reminds me of this episode, yeah, I'm over that. <laughs> a specific episode where there was a celebration. I think it was in Newark of Christopher Columbus, and some Native American people went down there to protest. And I remember Sill. The character on The Sopranos was like the, the leader of just getting a group of dudes together with baseball bats yeah. and going out there and being like, yo, you don't fucking denounce Christopher Columbus. It's, a, it's an Italian heritage thing. You know, we're proud of him. Yeah, you know, he was raping and pillaging, but that's what motherfuckers did back in the day. So fuck it. So it's just interesting, though. First of all, the fact that um, so many Italians have pride uh, about Christopher Columbus is also interesting considering Italy wasn't even a country mm -hmm. until I want to say like the late 16th century. So it was very, so you know how like you have the Roman Empire? Yeah. The reason it was called the Roman Empire is because Rome was its own monarchy. It was, it was its own individual thing. There wasn't this country called Italy. It was just different regions that we That's now, right. that, that make up to what we now know as Italy. Mm -hmm. Um, Christopher Columbus was from Genoa, um, which obviously is a city in Italy or, 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 or like a subsect of Italy or whatever, but it's, it wasn't a particular country at the time that Christopher Columbus was around. That he makes didn't, sense. He didn't, he didn't walk around calling himself Italian. Yeah, he moved to Spain. But now it makes sense yeah. though. Genoa salami. They gave the dick back yeah. then. <laughs> <laughs> it makes sense now but no and also um please elaborate on a little bit more because I, I like to hear the facts and the people need to hear the facts when you do have them down yeah you know like so there, there's just it's just like so we'll go back to that that sopranos episode i think when people have someone that they can look to and just be like you know what yeah he wasn't perfect but like he's our guy it's, it's, it's a form of, of tribalism, which is very popular nowadays, um, where it's like, okay, like they kind of did with number 45, you know what I'm saying? It's like, yeah, he's not perfect, but he's our guy. Yeah, you if know, you talk shit about our guy, yeah. he got a problem with you. I mean, they don't have a lot of holidays to celebrate here in America. It's not, it's, you know what I mean? So, I mean, real talk, the Godfather and movies like that didn't really do them any justice in terms of, like, if you think, if you think yeah. about Italian Americans, you think the mob and yeah. you think pizza, and that's pretty much it. I get, so, so it's like they yeah. want to be like, yo, we, we got somebody that was, that's kind of what that I was getting exactly yeah. getting to, you know what I mean? So, they don't want to let that go, you know what I mean? And, uh, yeah, hopefully through the years, you know, with some more. 
realizations of you know what we've gone through you know not us per se but you know our people back in the day and just the history of the people that suffered maybe things will change man but yeah. leak you got some stats there so there was another one and this kind of goes back to when you read up on um you know just american indians not even so much back then but even to this day where they're, they're very prideful people and so basically the stat is think on i don't know if this was hispaniola or which which island it was but i believe there was about 300,000 people on the island they said 50,000 of those people committed suicide rather than go into slavery they actually just killed themselves they either jumped they jumped off the cliffs or they just like just did stupid shit like oh they starved themselves they freaking burnt acres of freaking fruit and so that they couldn't so they couldn't eat it and, and, take and it. the freaking uh, the slave owners couldn't eat we're so taking we're taking, we're taking y'all with all us. y'all food yeah <laughs> I'm not doing what is going down So I had seen a book And there's not too much on it But I'm in the process of actually ordering it Because I like to hear point of views from different You know, know, from viewpoints And there's a book here called Christopher Columbus and the African Holocaust Mm. Slavery and the Rise of the European Capitalism By a gentleman named John Henry Clark Mm. You know what I mean? It just shows you again There's so many different yeah, so like with stories when it comes to this guy. Without Columbus, so I was listening to an interview with um, uh, Neil deGrasse Tyson um, about four or five months ago. Gravity, and he said something that was kind of interesting. He said, "There's no doubt that Christopher Columbus was a horrible, terrible person, but simultaneously, there's also no doubt that he changed the course of human history." Because, and for those that don't know, Neil deGrasse Tyson is a black man, black American man. He said, without him, he, or none of us, would probably be here in this country, thriving in one of the greatest economies in the history of the world. In so terms he of, flipped it. Okay. so no, he didn't flip it. He didn't flip it. What he said was, both are true. Like we can't. I guess what he was saying is. Don't praise him for doing such because that wasn't his intent. Got true. Okay. But at the same time, we can't neglect. We can't ignore the fact that with that, because because much more like Ryan, what you just said in terms of the transatlantic slave trade, Columbus's excursion to the um, Western world was a direct, uh, directly impacted the even need for the transatlantic uh, African slave trade because now he's like alright we found this new land there's crops there's money to be made these Native Americans are either killing themselves or dying off from our diseases we need some some laborers because we're not doing this shit so who are we going to get mm-hmm. and then that's when they go over to West Africa start bringing us over and start and that's why the three of us sitting here our families all from the Caribbean yeah we're all Caribbean and there's a reason why the Caribbeans are now thought of as black people as opposed to the indigenous people because the, all the indigenous people died. Actually, better stated, all the indigenous people were killed. They were killed. They were forced to be in the position that they were. Yeah, ended up exactly. So then into. that's why if all three of us do our, our um, DNA. Tracing our history. Yeah, exactly. It's all Western African. Yeah, it is. For the most part. I know mine is. Definitely yeah, is. For the most part. And, but now, you know, this is where I straight the line a little bit with that Degrassi comment. Because then that's the equivalent of saying that we should be grateful for Hitler and Menelik for doing all the studies on the human anatomy that they did 
we've jumped leaps and bounds in our medical fields because of all the atrocities that they committed so, as well. So just to be clear, though, like he wasn't saying be grateful. Uh, he just was like, but but he said, you, but you, we can't. I guess what he was saying was we can't ignore the fact that if not for him, of course, that we wouldn't be here. Yeah, granted, I get it. But now, doesn't mean we'd have been better off. Yeah, who knows? No. We, Africa could have been a powerhouse. Could have been a powerhouse. There's a comedian say we was over there Which, minding our business, walking around with our dicks out, titties <laughs> out, just chilling. Somebody was like, "Hey, come over here!" Like, who? I forgot you said that shit, but it was a lot. But I remember the line though. But it's like, who knows what what that con- you know what could have been going on. Just yeah, if we were there, you know what I mean. They didn't take us fucking away. It's crazy. I get what he's saying, but I, I get don't, it I don't in agree. theory. I, I get it agree. in theory. I get it. Like, yeah, because you remember he's a scientist. Yeah, that's why. So he's not looking at the morality. Of yes, things. Yeah, he's, he's very cut and dry. One is. plus one equals two, and that's it. Yeah, I get it. But again, like I said, you know, um, they they said the same thing about Hitler and Menelik with you know all the fucking things that they did. Yeah, exactly. You know, with the the experiments and horrible, horrible things that they I'll, did. I'll even double down on that. Remember after the war We took a lot of their scientists Yeah Operation yeah. Paperclip yeah. We yeah. Uh, we we For space exploration And all that <laughs> shit Well again If you listen to season 2 I mean sorry Episode 2 Where we did conspiracy That was mentioned in there Where the paperclip was we, Yeah you did actually yeah. we, we, we let go of all their war crimes As long as they agreed To come to the states And work for us mm-hmm. Like you said uh, uh, I forgot the gem The guy's first name uh, But Von Braun Was the first yeah. Uh, uh, basically a founder of NASA And he was basically a part of Hitler's uh, I forgot the name of his elite crew that, But that group that was attached to doing all the science stuff With space and aliens and everything yeah, yeah. Rockets You know what I mean Yo, real talk Like those dudes were leaps Years, leaps and bounds by, ahead of us Yeah You know what I mean But that, 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 that exact um, situation in history We brought them over and they helped us jump leaps and bounds, you know. But so, I have a, I have a again, question. That's why I hate this country for doing shit like uh, we're just so backhanded. Yeah, that is a fact. I, so I have a, a little thing I want to throw out. Do you remember when the whole George Floyd thing was happening? How there were certain memes going around that showed sculptures, like huge, huge sculptures of a face. That resembled George Floyd mm-hmm. that, oh, yeah. were, that were yeah, found yeah. in the Americas yes. Like that were thousands of years old like before, Yeah I remember that Before Columbus So it just brings me to the point that Of how civilizations were here Before Columbus Matter of fact The, um, the Vikings Were here When I say here I mean just the western world yeah. um, In terms of if, if you want to talk about if, if you want to talk about Europeans who ventured over to the Western world, um, the Vikings were here, and I think I read up, it was in the late 10th century, so like the late 900s, which is a cool uh, half a millennium before Columbus was here. Uh, they went to Canada, like northern Canada. So what we know now as Newfoundland, yeah, like they were over there. Where way, way earlier. Nice and cold. <laughs> Mountains. Nordic. Yeah. Like they they were they were comfortable probably. Yeah, like, yeah, it's, were, like, it's like home. They were in their skin. Yeah. Literally. Yeah. But there's also theories because there were they were thriving and, and like you were talking about how you know you know never knew what, what would happen in, in the continent of Africa. There are theories that 
African countries, or I shouldn't say countries, because we the countries that we know now is because they got divvied up by Europe. But the mm-hmm. the, the nations that were in place, there were theories that they they, they were thriving, and, I, and I'm talking yeah. about like thirty thousand years ago. Yeah, yeah. Um, and they were going back and forth between the continent of Africa and the Western world as we know it today, way before. Mm-hmm. And the theory being that's why you see statues or, or sculptures of people with African descendant type traits in terms of the face, facial features, lips, nose, nose. cheekbones, things of that nature. Um, it's just, it just, it just goes to show you whoever controls the narrative of history, it's so, so powerful, yeah. which is why we called it his story. His story. Mm-hmm. You know, because obviously as it stands right now in this country, we're not control, when I say we, People of color are not in control of the narrative no. as to like what happened with this country, what where we're at right now, how we got here, and even way before that, you know. So, um, I think you know what I think that's a, that's a perfect segue to get into our, our yes, notable. Sir. Yeah, and speaking about powerful messages, yeah, yeah it's a great mention. way to break into a yeah, notable mention. Definitely, it's the SNA Live podcast, and it's time for the notable mention. So we're back with our notable mention segment, and today we are profiling Big Chief Little Bladder. <laughs> we had never mentioned that on the air, by the no. way. <laughs> that was supposed to be off air, but I'm sorry, it was it was fitting. It's fitting. It was. We talked about Native Americans. Yeah. <laughs> That's why it was just fitting. It was just fitting. I am Cherokee, by the way. Yeah. Oh my God, yo, did you do your DNA thing? I'm I'm a little skeptical about doing that DNA. They got it already, bro. All right, so, they, so, so you take blood, you when, do when everything. You say you got Native American, like a lot of I've, no, no. But you gotta remember, I've seen evidence, pictures of my great no, no, grandma. No, no, I'm not saying there's, there's I'm no saying, denying she was a freaking. No, no, no. I'm not saying that. I'm just saying, like in terms of, I think some people are of the belief that it's way more in their family line as opposed to like literally like one or two people. Correct. That's true. Yeah, that's true. I can so, see that. All right, but going back to the topic, mm-hmm. notable mention. Public Enemy and a group that some people, for whatever reason, they did they, they didn't last in terms of like the notoriety through the years. X Clan. They weren't gonna let two of them fly, yeah, bro. Yeah, one was enough. PE was in there too no. strong. PE won. They they won it. They just weren't gonna allow too many. No, because gonna be like, wait, if they let another one, then somebody else gonna come. Yeah, out. and X Clan went hard. They did. Yes, they they did. went hard. And so, for those that don't know, in the late '80s, early '90s, there was a rap group. Called Public Enemy, and there was another rap group called X Clan. They were all about teaching through their rhymes, and and kind of um, how can I put it, reteaching the myths and 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 and, re- and, and reteaching us the youth about what really was going on as far as history that was being taught. I remember my, my one of my favorite lines of Chuck D, the, the, the leader of Public Enemy, was Elvis was a hero to most, but he never meant shit to me straight up. That sucker was simple and plain. Motherfuck him and John Wayne. <laughs> and as a kid, I was like, holy shit. Yeah, because these were, uh, you know, when you're Elvis a kid. Elvis was a national hero. I'm so, like, <laughs> so was John Wayne. I mean, you I know. was like, wait a minute, what? This is what? still in the 80s, these guys yeah, were. Yeah, yeah. I was like, yo, you can't say, like, 
What? Yeah, he did. And then you look into it, and then you realize the reason he was saying that is because Elvis, if you asked a kid back in the day who's the king of rock and roll, they would have said Elvis, hands down. He pretty much started this whole rock and roll thing. That's another topic there, too. And then yeah. you peel back layers, and then you realize he was imitating, That's copying, and stealing. So That's why I say it's another topic right so there. So many people. <clears throat> so many people, but because he had the platform it would be like if eminem came out and they were like eminem like started rap yeah if they considered that yeah. where they, all the bodies saying? of work of everybody else didn't exactly exist. exactly until this one person exactly considering when eminem started yeah so then you learn about people because as a kid i didn't know who chuck berry was only always saw the name but never i i i, I, I heard the name the name yeah but or little richard you heard the name i know who he was you didn't know how important they were exactly that's yeah. my point. i definitely i definitely did i know I he definitely had, little richard they, i didn't know how important he was but you know what it was too though they didn't give them the same how can i say it they treated them like they were the the eighth and ninth guy on a basketball team <laughs> yes yes mm -hmm. if that makes sense yeah. you the know dude, what i mean the, the dudes on the 10-day contract yes that's how they were treated like yeah they, oh yeah they, they, they were cool you know a couple little hits you know but Let's go back to Elvis. But they weren't Elvis. Yeah. And it's so crazy because it's like, you hear, now, I'm not going to say this is fact, but you hear like little rumors about shit that Elvis would say, about I wouldn't let a black man shine my shoe, mm -hmm. like, like little shit like mm -hmm. that, you know what I'm saying? Yep. And it's just kind of like, okay, well, without the people like Public Enemy, X-Clan, who would talk about what was really going on and like kind of re-educating and, and dispelling the myths that was the word I was looking for earlier dispelling okay <laughs> dispelling the myths that was being propagated um it, it it really for little kids of color in the late 80s early 90s it really like opened up our eyes and made you realize and, and made you look at things differently and start to question the bullshit that was being told to you so Facts. Definitely shout out Public Enemy and X-Clan. Yes, sir. Can we get him a round of applause, please? Absolutely, bro. And, yo, I mean... Well, specifically, I'm sorry, real quick. It takes a nation of millions to hold us back and Fear of a Black Planet were two of my favorite albums by them. And then X-Clan had an album called To the East, East Blackwards. Yeah, I remember that. Professor X, the Overseer, and I can't remember the other dude's name. What was his name? Not coming but to, to mind. Google. I didn't listen to a lot. I definitely, I definitely did. You know, again, I was all about the fight. Yeah. So I, I was early too. You know, um, PE, man. And, and you know what's crazy? I'll be real with you. They found a crazy dynamic to really make people listen to their message. And that's the beauty of Flavor Flav. It's funny. Yes. I was thinking about that. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like they, they introduced a character that... Um, you know, was kind of softened it a little bit. He did soften yeah, the yeah. blow and made it more commercialized. Exactly, exactly. So it allowed them to get the message and stay mainstream in a sense. They were mainstream enough. Yeah, yeah. they were just they, they were relevant enough. You had to identify them yeah, because yeah. Flav though gave them yeah. an identity as Big well. Clock, you know what I mean? Yeah, the yeah, gold he, in yeah, the he, he, yeah. You know, and then his his character in general, but it yeah. did give a platform for the message. And you know what? This is another group we had talked about. I think we had on another episode we were talking about hip hop and, and the importance of uh, Aerosmith doing a track with Run DMC. Run DMC, that's huge. Public Enemy toured with Anthrax. Yes, they did. 
Yes, they did back in the day, and that's a death. That's considered a death metal band. Yeah, shit. really. Yeah, uh-huh. they were hardcore. Yeah, like I don't yeah. like I'm not a metal dude. I don't yeah. no idea used about to, any. Songs I used to. Yeah, no, I used to listen to that shit. But man. I know, I knew enough that they were like not no. But like, that right hair there. Bands. But right there though, think about the dynamic of the people that were watching those shows, mm-hmm. because people went there for Anthrax and for Public Enemy. Mm-hmm. So think about the blend of the the, the culture. You know what I mean? That's, that's you know in these venues. Like that's it's a lot of anger in there. But that's but that's very <laughs> big. No, there there is for different reasons. You know what I mean? A whole but, lot of anger. In but place. still though, they still allowed them to be in the same space underneath the same roof. Yeah. So that's that 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 was that was real. Again, how we just alluded to the marketing with them with their jackets and everything. Yeah. That's a little bit ahead of the time. It yeah. definitely was. Definitely. You know what I mean? So And it was just they was just dropping knowledge, man. Like cause I, I didn't have cable growing up and CNN wasn't a thing back then. So they were talking about shit that wasn't local. Like no. they were talk they would there was a song, um something I, I can't remember the title of it, but the Arizona was the, the topic. And they were talking about how Arizona wasn't going to ratify Martin Luther King. As a national holiday, like they were against it, mm. and it just made you realize, like, oh, I'm thinking Arizona is just like a little quiet little state out in the southwest. Definitely, whatever, not. And they were cool, but like, no, Arizona's ra- a legit racist as fuck yeah, out there, and it's it's a legit state. You yep. know now, I mean? my wife is from Arizona. I've been to <clears throat> Tucson, Arizona, plenty of times to visit her family. Cool little city, but I'm also very aware that that's one city. You don't branch out, Arizona. Too far. Yeah, don't, man, don't go too far. Big state. <laughs> it's a very big state. Huge state, yeah, it is. Yeah, and you venture exactly. You venture out too far, and you're a little too dark. You must not be from around. Shit <laughs> <laughs> can get crazy real quick. All right, we got to get into our next topic. Um, in addition to Christopher Columbus, there's other myths that have been perpetuated by the U.S. educational system that are still widely believed to this very day. So, Leek, I'm going to let you jump it off, brother. Um, what are some of the myths that you want to speak on? So, I'll say the biggest one is something I always subconsciously you know this, but then, again, when you start reading, as, as I was preparing for this, you start reading it. The whole myth that slavery was only in the South. You ever think about that? Even to this yeah, day. No, no, no. Even yeah. to this day, but definitely back then. It was, yeah. if you were... Above the Mason Dixon line, oh no, slavery doesn't exist. Yeah. That's a South thing. Yeah. No, slavery was everywhere. It was everywhere. It was it up was in the North. Everywhere. It was everywhere. And just that whole myth, I think that kind of uh, that was a lot of people's excuse, especially the, the the closet racists that were up here in New York and then you know, in the New York, New Jersey area, and just the fact that they they use that as an excuse. That's always been a myth. That's not true. And then it goes kind of goes back to now what's going on nowadays, where people say. Or people deny that there's a lot of racism in this country. Let's just go back 60, 70, 80, 80, 90 years ago. Mm-hmm. They were still believing that because they, oh, that's a South thing. That we, we don't do that up here. We're, we're, we're good up here. Yeah, we're good up here. We, yeah. No, no, we love everybody. They were just, they were closet racists, basically. And, and, and opportunists. And opportunists. And Trump kind of unveiled all those people who <laughs> used to sit around. Oh, no. I, oh, I have a black friend. Oh, I, I, my best friend is black. I work with someone black. <laughs> he woke up the dormant. He woke all those all people the dormant up. People now up. they feel like, you know, they can say anything. So, again, I guess that's my main one that just, I think it bothers me because, again, it's just that myth of this, it's only the South. It's only the South. And Civil War. And you know what I mean? Like, that's, I just always thought that was bullshit. So, I think that's the biggest one. Yeah. No, that's a, an amazing one, actually. That's yeah. 
Um, and the other one I would say first is, one that came to my mind too. Obviously. Yeah. And the other one I would say is the whole again going back to our great presidents in the beginning, George Washington and Thomas Jefferson. They owned slaves. Like they, you know, what I mean, they yeah. made them seem like they were just these these uh, presidents who were trying to unite everyone, and they were just perfect. No, they owned slaves too. So speaking on that, there too, it's crazy. I've again, I'm, I'm Captain Ruffle Feathers, especially here. <laughs> I've Captain Ruffle Feathers, <laughs> you have done started something, my dude. It is over. So, um, salute this man, <laughs> Captain Ruffle Feathers. Captain Ruffle Feathers. So for me though, it's still a problem that some of these schools are named after some of these individuals. Exactly. Like how many Thomas. George Washington high schools are and, in, and in like this country? And like Thomas Jefferson, there's yeah. one right here in this town. Yeah, exactly. You know what I mean? That you know, my kids all had to go through that school. You know what I mean? So it's amazing. But Thomas Jefferson loved black people. Look how many black kids he had. Yeah, mm-hmm. of course. Of course. <laughs> of course. He had a penis problem. That's why he had so many black kids. Facts. <laughs> he definitely did. Oh, and again, though, uh, that's an issue here, too, that they're not ready for. Because you could see just how, I guess you could, the word could be just mortified. Some people were when we wanted to remove some of these uh, Confederate statues yeah. and, and these names of these people, yeah. you know, from you know places that are still existing today, statues and all this stuff. Yeah. But again, that name Thomas Jefferson. Again, there's a lot of them too. There's there's more of them. Yeah. That they, yeah. they all did own slaves. Yeah. You know what I mean? And again, we still live in a, a world where they're celebrated. You know, for Christ's sake, the guys on the money. They're all on the yeah, money. Yeah. Exactly. Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah, and they had the nerve to get upset when, when people talked about putting Obama on money. Oh hell no, we can't do that. <laughs> well, we're still waiting on Harriet Tubman. Yeah, Harriet Tubman, yeah. Yeah, that on. was supposed to be with the new. Oh, they, yeah, that's not gonna happen. That's not gonna happen. So, it's it's so funny because it's like with the whole Thomas Jefferson thing. There was a um, there's a stand-up comedian that is that I actually think is is fucking hilarious. He has a corny show called Tosh But if you ever looked at his stand-up, Daniel Tosh, it's actually it's a about. really funny dude. So he, was, he had this joke where he was talking about the Founding Fathers. And he was like, can we cut the bullshit about the Founding Fathers being so great? He's like, you know Thomas Jefferson and him was writing the Declaration of Independence talking about all men are created equal. And then they looked at each other like, you know who we're talking about. Laughing and shit. Now go fetch me a pot of tea, boy. Oh, my gosh. Part of the The Motisa tribe. Would you like some Motisa? So it's like... We we need to slow down, like, and, and the funny thing is with this whole cancel culture, which I'm not like digging or whatever. Like the cancel culture is kind of bullshit. But if if we're gonna be doing that, then we need to be even and equal exactly. about it all. So like Thomas Jefferson, you know, I was joking before about how many black children he had. Like these weren't willing precipitants, exactly. per, precipitants, per, per, participants. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So if they weren't willing, and he had children with these black women. Then, in the very strict definition of the word, he was a rapist. Yeah, yeah, basically. I mean, that's really what it is. So, once again, if we're doing cancel culture and we're not uh, having a, 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 a boundary as far as like, oh, well, that was like 20 years ago. Because people are getting canceled for shit they did in high school. Exactly. Yeah, which right. is crazy. But if we're going to go far back, then okay, then let's go far let's back. Let's just keep, if we're going to, yeah, you said, if we're going to do it. Do it thorough and like, do it all. Keep that yeah. same energy yeah. when we keep talk the about energy, yeah. founding fathers. And I'm not saying we should. I'm just saying if we're going to be in cancel culture, then let's just call a spade a spade. You know what I'm saying? In terms of like when they said all men are created equal, first of all, they were talking about white Christian men who were landowners. And if you weren't that, then it's like, eh, 
it sucks to be you. Yeah, three fifths of a man, right? Yeah. yeah, exactly, exactly. So I got one real quick. And and like when you had said um about the South mm-hmm. and and slavery not just being there, this is another widely um, believed myth that Abraham Lincoln was an abolitionist. <laughs> yes, Abraham Lincoln was a brilliant man. He was a lawyer before he became president. He was responsible for the Emancipation Proclamation, which did free the slaves, uh, led to the 13th Amendment, which abolished slavery. But if you read up on Lincoln and read his uh, memoirs and speeches and everything like that, he is quoted as saying, if, if I could maintain everything and keep slavery, I would. Like, he didn't have any type of moral opposition to it. Yeah. I'm, I'm guessing was, he was pressured by a group, maybe, or his I, I party. Think, I think it was just, I think it was just in, in terms of, it was more economics than anything. I was about to say that. It's about the money. Gotcha. It was always about the money. The opportunists of the country saw that there was more, you know, uh, um, I guess you can say a, a, a greener pasture to go this route. You know, and however they dictated and laid out the, the plan, he bought in and utilized this opportunity to, you know, I mean, you know, freedom, you know. Sounds familiar. But it was a strategic move. That's yeah. what, exactly. Because if you figure like, okay, if we free them and we have to fight the South, now you have all these freed people that can come up here and fight with us. Mm-hmm. Help us now they're outnumbered. Yeah. And we have now economically um, damaged them to the point where we have now strategic advantage over them, them meaning the South. So the belief that he was just this, you know, honorable man who, and I'm not saying he wasn't an honorable man in some respects, but I'm just talking about the specific belief that he was an abolitionist. Frederick Douglass was an abolitionist. Abraham Lincoln used a strategic move to win a war mm-hmm. and it worked. Yeah, It did work, but once again, let's take a step back and just understand. And, and, and that's what all we're talking about right now. It's not necessarily bashing people. We're just saying let's have an honest conversation about who these people are, mm-hmm. who these people were, what they did, and why they did the things that they did do. And it was very smart, too, if you think about it. To this day, when you hear our last four or five, at least the presidents in our lifetime, when they do, when they say quotes of past presidents, they always do Abraham Lincoln. Oh, yeah, they, they do. do. They, they always, always do. use Abraham Lincoln quotes. It's, so, again, it was just because they figured it's a smart move on him. Like, so, and, and it's safe. Everybody loves Everyone Abraham Everyone loves Abe. Yeah. <laughs> Good old, old honest Abe. Abe. Good. <laughs> Good old honest Abe. And you learned that through, you know, even cartoons as a kid, when they would, you know, simulate a, yeah. a, a, a hero that they would use. Because back in the day, especially in Bugs Bunny cartoons and stuff, they would... Like you know, mimic certain characters in history. You know what I mean, and they would bring Abe into those always, things as well. Always, that might have to be a, a whole episode. Like Looney Tunes, like the Bugs Bunny and all like favorites. that whole era. Favorites, and favorites. But at the same time, have you watched one Cancel of those Culture? Episodes? Those cartoons couldn't come out today. Pepe Le Pew. Like every like, it's, well, he got canceled. Yeah, he got yeah, canceled. canceled. Surprise! How Yosemite Sam ain't canceled. <laughs> <laughs> Wait one cotton picking minute. <laughs> 
The one that should never get canceled should be fucking um, uh, Slowpoke Rodriguez. That was Speedy Gonzalez's cousin. Holy shit, I forgot about him. Wow. Yo, he sang the whole Cucaracha song. And when you sing the Cucaracha song, uh, La Cucaracha, La Cucaracha, right? There's a part though that says, Yo quiero marihuana que fumar. And that means, he basically says, I'm looking for, you know, pot yeah, to smoke. Pot, yeah, he actually yeah. says that in the cartoon that he's introduced with Speedy Gonzalez, which we all knew he was on coke. Yeah, exactly, obviously. <laughs> Cocaina. Yeah, Gone so after that. That is a good oh, idea, though. We man. should throw that into that mix. Yeah, because just because of the the characters. So, Slowpoke, Rodriguez, Rodriguez. Speedy Gonzalez. Heckle and Jekyll. Heckle and Jekyll are my guys too. But you know, yeah, there's it, a lot with Heckle it, and Jekyll. Exactly, exactly. A lot of shucking and jiving right um, there. The fucking frog. Oh, the frog. Chappelle, Chappelle show. <laughs> this is one of my f- favorite things he ever did on that show. He was parodying parodying a um, WB. Oh yeah. Um, yeah. Oh, as a segment. Show. Yeah. yeah, that's right. I remember. And then at the end of the segment, the frog came out and it was like the WB, and then. Kept, People were like, oh, he's like, no, he's like, what do you mean? Oh, he's like, man, fuck that frog. <laughs> he's like, no other station has any type of cartoon character. He said, but the WB, who has mostly black shows, has this frog talking about, remember, the WB. And so then he, say, he takes a little pause he and he was like, welcome back, niggers. <laughs> <laughs> welcome to the WB. <laughs> we have chicken. <laughs> Oh my lord! <laughs> he was like, "Man, fuck that frog!" <laughs> but and, 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 and because the way they did the frog, the frog had like even bigger lips. Yeah, it was talking about mammy and this that, yep. and the other. Hello, but my it, baby. Yeah. Hello, so, my honey. So it was just like there was, but there was so many problematic characters of that whole Looney Tunes. Yeah, era. we're gonna get into that. We saved that for yeah, a topic. We definitely do. But, but going back to other myths, I have another one for you. You had mentioned a, a German dude before. Here's another myth. If you ask most most educated kids who invented the car, <laughs> what's the name that's going to pop up? Henry Ford? Yeah. So Henry Ford, quote unquote, invented the car in, I want to say, the early 1900s. Yep. In 1885, there was a German, going back to the how the Germans were way ahead, by the name of Carl, guess what his last name was? If I told you, or I said, think about high luxury. That's what I'm thinking, Benz show or something like that? Benz. Benz, there he goes. B-E-N-Z. And that's how we have Mercedes Benz today. Wow, okay. Carl Benz invented the car in 1885. But. But since he was. He was not American. He wasn't American. They're not going to give that that power there. Now, Henry Ford obviously was a industrialist. He was an entrepreneur. He made a fuck ton of money back in the day. So he did his thing. And he. You know, um, got the car into mass production, mm-hmm. but the myth that he invented the car is not true. And once again, if you ask most kids who invented the car, Henry Ford down the line. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Yeah. To be honest, I had never even heard the name Carl Benz. Well, that's the first time I'm hearing it right now. Yeah, yeah. Sure. I had no idea. So. It just look, again it wasn't American. Yeah, like I, I just think we as a, as a as a country, we like things simple. We like things American. I was about to say we like things ours, yeah. quote unquote. Yeah, and it just goes back to the 
you know, we're the greatest country on earth. So in order to be the greatest country on earth, we have to, you know, bolster that up with facts of why we're the greatest. Mm -hmm. We invented the car. We, there was another Sopranos episode that just popped in my head. I didn't even, this was not even one of my notes. This just, just popped in my head about who invented the, the, the telephone. When you say Alexander Graham yeah, Bell, yeah, another yeah. American. And I remember in the episode of The Sopranos, it was the same Columbus episode. They were saying an Italian actually invented the uh, the telephone. I don't remember what his name was. Mm. And I'm not sitting here saying that that person invented the telephone. I have to go back and look this up. But they were saying that there's somebody else prior to Alexander Graham Bell in another country who didn't speak English and wasn't American invented the telephone. So there's just so many things that we talk about and, and, and perpetuate to kind of hoist us up where it's just like once again not trying to bash but we're just saying let's be honest yeah especially now that we know you know where the facts are and back in the day you gotta remember there was no social media media outlets tv radio even back then then so you have to understand you know newspaper articles and the same way they used to control narratives even during the war remember during the wars they would fly over enemy lines and drop pamphlets with false information just yeah. to send a different narrative yeah, through. Yeah. Disinformation. Yeah, That's you know what I mean? So, I mean, yep. it's a part of what, you know, uh, a schematic on how to, you know, control the masses and the yeah. thinking. If you get enough information out, it'll become a story. Yeah. And yeah. now, you know, uh, and that's how things, things travel You know what yeah. I mean You know You met someone from Virginia Who had a story Of the grandmother Who had a story yeah. Now you lived up in New York You go visit You come back with that story You yeah. tell it to your friends yeah, And people yeah. And that's how It continues out yep. So basically that Back then They used to use those stories As morale builders For the yeah, country For the troops yeah. You know what I mean So you know. Exactly. Yeah So my, I remember my pops So my, my father fought in Vietnam And he said He would be in Um the, the barracks or whatever they'd watch TV and then look at what was being reported back mm -hmm. in the states and there'd be reports about the number of Viet Cong that was being killed he was sitting there like that's not dude true. we haven't even left like, yeah. for weeks like we ain't do it <laughs> so I don't know who's doing yeah, that like, we ain't do like, that well that's not that didn't happen like yeah. what's, what's going on but like you said morale yep they kept the morale and the same thing with the country you know, especially during those times of the 1910s, 20s, we're going through our industrial revolution. Mm -hmm. People are out at war. People are dying. There's, there's nothing. So, you know, when you tell of these great tales of people who do great things, you inspire a generation. Yeah. That's really what it comes down to. You know what I mean? So when we're creating and making or rather stealing and doing renditions of, but calling it our own, you know, everyone doesn't really know the truth to it, but it now sends a sense of inspiration. But here's the thing, though. As sad as it sounds, it works. No, it does well, work. Look, look at forty-five. That's a, was that was his about, whole yeah, no, thing. Just it's about it's his true. whole thing, bro, and that's why he saying, succeeded. The, but and he almost he almost did it like twofold. Yeah. When he said, like, oh, this election thing was fake. I won. Yeah, exactly. And just and he had like if you keep saying it, if you keep saying it, it was a large consensus of people that believe this. They still do. Yeah. So so kind of going to the the whole myth thing. It's kind of this is on 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 point about what we're talking about. So I'm watching real time with Bill Maher. Uh, last week and it was a clip on on youtube and he was talking about how we need to prepare for 2024 he said because what's not being talked about about that is number 45 oh he just he, he came he out just had a thing he had a rally today he had a rally today he's I running saw that too and he's gonna keep using that whole so i got he's, cheated shit. he's not just running what he's doing is he's systematically getting rid of any republicans that's going to potentially block yeah if he runs in 2024 and loses and tries to say this was fixed yeah because what happened was in 2020 he lost obviously 
and then try to get a bunch of Republicans to say, no, this was fixed. Yeah. You need to, in your particular state, reverse the outcome. Of course, yeah. No, and they were that. like, no, no, we're not doing that. You're taking a little too far now, bro. Yeah, I was like, no, we're not doing that. So he's like, okay, cool. I'm going to run it again in 2024. If I lose, all these people who were in office in 2020 will not be in office in 2024. Yeah. So that if he does, in fact, lose, he has the people in place. Yeah, because he's implementing all those people who support him are going to be exactly. filling those roles. Yep. Exactly. You exactly. know, it's another thing you got to think about and it's getting a little off topic. But you got to remember now he has if he does become president during his first presidency, he had to think about not go, even though he. He pushed envelope like he yeah. went crazy, but he still had to think about re-election. Re-election. Now yeah. he doesn't have to think about re-election. Well, if if it goes his way, he'll just be king of the United and States. That's my point. So, so that's what's scary about this shit. If he fucking gets back in the office, bro, it is. It's fucking scary. It he's is. gonna have no holds bar. He's gonna do whatever the fuck he wants. Bro. Well, it looks like he's gonna also try to destroy the paths of anyone else who could run against him, even in that own party. Yeah. Yep. And he's gonna turn his followers against them. Probably starting to do it early already. Mm-hmm. Like you said, strategic. Yeah, they're doing that. There's, Lindsey there's, Graham got booed the other day. Yep. Yes, and, he did. And that's like a like staunch, like Republican. Yes. Like, yeah. We're down. He with told people dude. to get the vaccine. They booed. Yeah, I saw that. I saw that. So it's it's just crazy because it's kind of no longer the Republican Party. It no, it's not. No, it it's the part. It's the party of party. Donald J. No, it's true. He completely flipped it and yeah. made it his own yeah like we said all, all those people who want to have something to feel proud about and don't want you telling them about slavery and what their ancestors did those are the people who are going to continue because he's there he's there their bright shining armor because they feel like he's the only thing they have left right now yeah no i get it you know what i mean i get it man but again that's it again and that's a deep topic we can you know elaborate on another time because yeah, sure. there's a lot to get into with that it's yeah. something to you know think about but uh, perfect time to try to lighten up the mood a little bit. We can segue yeah. into uh, what you rocking with. Yep. Rockin with. Yes, sir. This is what you rocking with inside the SNA Live podcast. And we're back with our segment called What You Rocking With, where we discuss what we're feeling, what we're vibing with this particular week. I'm going to let Leek set it off for this particular episode. Leek, brother, what are you rocking with this week? So what I'm rocking with, I'm going to keep this very short because this could turn into a whole other conversation. It might turn into another uh, episode. But I'm rocking with, to me, my favorite comedian of all time. I, again, that's just me. I, Eddie Murphy. Actually, it's not a maybe. It's a definite. Eddie, Eddie Murphy. <laughs> We're definitely doing Richard this. Richard I mean, it's, it's an opinion about whether it's your favorite Comedian, like that's your favorite. No, no, you say the best. It's it's my yes, saying, my favorite. favorite comedian. He's, he's the been. goat, in my he's, opinion. He's the too. goat, Mr. Dave Chappelle, and his one night, his uh, special Netflix special that he did called the closure. The closer. Now I haven't seen it yet, but just from everything I've been reading and hearing, some things, I'm just so happy that this brother doesn't like. He has that I don't give a fuck attitude, and he with really everything does. with this cancel culture, to have somebody, not just somebody, but a black man who just can stand up to the fucking this whole cancel culture shit and say what's on your mind, what you believe. But not only is he saying stupid shit, he's backing it up with facts, but people don't want to hear facts. Not in this one, bro. They just don't, they, they don't want you to say something to them that they don't like. Correct. Instead of listening and understanding where it's coming from and backing it up with facts, which he always does. In this one, he does, Lee. He's, oh, he's been doing No, that. but like this one... You, you said he says stupid stuff Making a joke He He's and, mo- He is so brilliant bro That dude is brilliant I will man. say this Because um, we've already discussed this That one of our next topics Is definitely going to be 
about the closer. Um, you know, we just uh, cancel culture. Period. Actually, that'll be next episode. That's going to be the next episode, yeah. definitely. Yeah. Um, he did say a line in there that, and he makes a lot of references to Martin Luther King mm-hmm. a lot. You know, through some jokes, but through some facts, through some jokes. Mm-hmm. And he says in his one line, "I'm the guy who got off the bus and left 50 million on there behind." Facts. Yeah. Because I wasn't going to go with the narrative. Exactly. Yeah. And, and he's got skin in the game. He got proof in the pudding to say that. <laughs> yes, he did. Yes, he you know I mean? So to, to your point, you know, that guy's a fucking... Yo, shout out to Dave, man. And then it came out. Netflix is backing him. They're not fucking... They have they're to. They're not they doing it, to. which is good. Shout out to Netflix also for standing your ground. That's right. You have to. You know what I mean? So, again, shout out to Mr. Dave Chappelle. Brilliant, man. Thank you. Like, he's needed in our culture right now. And just as a people... He is fucking needed right now. And he's so taking definitely. a break after this one, he yeah. said, too. Yeah, sure. Yeah. Because he really, this one really, really straight the line. Oh, yeah. yeah. And uh, I'm appreciative of actually seeing it. And again, this will be. I'm going to watch it this week. You have to because we have it. episode yeah, 22 yeah. coming actually, up. Actually, I'm probably going to do it tomorrow night. And that's going to be the closer. Probably name it the closer. Yes, Go. sir. All right. So, I mean, I'll jump in since I already have the mic, man. So, keeping it on topic, mm-hmm. what I'm rocking with is obviously this gentleman has no name. They have no idea who he is. But there was a video running rampant on social media today <laughs> of a guy out in the Bahamas who took a sledgehammer to a statue of Christopher Columbus and he went ham on it. I saw that shit. That he took funny. out the arm, the leg. He was just chilling on the statue yeah. too, taking his time, strategically trying to break it down piece by piece. Exactly. Uh, a matter of fact, Pete Rock reposted it That's on his page. That's where I saw it. I had seen it on another page that I followed, but yeah. I saw it when Pete Rock followed it. That that you know, <laughs> again, you just see it got around. So I'm rocking with Homeboy who is done with the narrative of whatever the truth is that they've been trying to spit. Get this shit and he was here. like, I want this shit up out of here. And here. just so happened, it happened in the yeah, island, in the one of the islands of Bahamas though, yeah. which was the first island, island yeah. where he, you know. Touchdown. Yeah, so I mean, That's big shout out to my man and his partner, the Sledgehammer. <laughs> As brought to you by Captain Ruffle Feathers. Captain Ruffle Feathers. <laughs> So Conway, please tell us what you are rocking with. So I had something uh, that I was going to say, but then I was, as I was doing the uh, research on the Columbus thing, I came across a, a, a tweet. It was like in a Google image. And the tweet is, first of all, somebody, I don't know who this person is, has a Twitter profile and it's just, the name is God. G-O-D. Oh, I've seen that on Twitter. Yeah. I know you're talking, know you're talking about. Yeah, yeah. And the tweet was, and I wrote it down verbatim, on this day in 1492, America discovered smallpox, racism, slavery, and the Bible. Yeah, How I saw that. true is that? And I was like, you know what? Scrapping everything that I was going to be rocking with before that, this is the thing. So Conway's was uh, rocking with God on Twitter. Yes. Shout out to G-O-D. But how fucking true is that yeah it's man like, like every like smallpox check racism check slavery check double check bible triple check and people triple check, yeah. don't I, I don't think really like grasp that last one no they can't because, because you can't tell them that their grandmother was wrong that was probably was that wrong. was a big probably a big reason why they started killing themselves they was like what you telling us there's another god yeah, no, yeah. No. No, because because they didn't have a a a, a, a what is it called? Monotheistic, or like yeah, yeah look, look, looking at the way you know Christianity was was formed in, in the in the Eastern world, um, they didn't look at it that way. Mm-hmm. And to tell a people, you know, all right, well, everything that you believe yes, is wrong, wrong yeah. 
this is the one and true living God. Now, if you're a Christian, cool. That's, you know, this is not a, a bashing Christianity thing. No. But, but you can't impose that on somebody else. Now, I understand just watching, uh, who was the brother? Not the brother, but the uh, quarterback for Florida came in the league. Tim Tebow. Tim, Tim Tebow. Tebow, thank you. Part of being a Christian is you have to preach the gospel, yeah. right? And spread the word or whatever. Cool. Spread the word. Spread the word means say, tell. But once you start to threaten, exactly, and be like, <laughs> it's this way or death, yeah. that's a whole nother, nother level. So when I saw that tweet, I just was like, wow. The smallpox thing, the racism thing, the slavery thing, but then the Bible thing was like, that was just, it was the perfect ending to that tweet. And once again, not bashing the whole, you know, concept of Christopher Columbus. We're just saying, let's just be, let's have an honest dialogue about who he was and what he did. Keep it real. Exactly. Exactly. That's all we ask. That's all we ask. That's it. Nothing more. Nothing, nothing less. less. Yeah, absolutely. Just brutal, brutal honesty. Because that's what, but that's the point of it, right? We want to get to the bottom of things so we can clear so things up. So we can up. have an honest conversation. Yep. Because once we have that honest conversation, we as a, as a collective, because there's many different ethnicities, there's many different religions, there's many different you know walks of life in this particular country. And if we're all going to um, get along, you know, not, not to... Not can to we quote, all just get along? Not to quote the, the, the Reverend Dr. Rodney King, as Tony Soprano said on the episode of Sopranos. <laughs> Can't we all just get on? But in order for us to, to, to achieve that, there has to be an honest conversation, an honest yeah, dialogue. Agree, yeah. Totally agree. So that brings us to the conclusion of this episode. We appreciate you joining us on this particular journey. As usual, you can find us on Spotify. You can find us on, find us on YouTube. You can find us on Apple. You can find us on our link tree that, that hooks up everything. You can find us on the OIM uh, 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 app that just came out. Yeah, it should be released soon. Real soon, okay. we'll be on, on the website. On the website for now, website. but the yeah, app will the be website. out real soon. app will be out real soon. And in the words of Shirley Chisholm, if they don't give you a seat at the table, bring a folding chair. We out. Peace. Just listen to the SNA Live experience. We want to thank you for tuning in with us. We'll be back with another episode. Yo.